Welcome back to another episode of the Key in the Light podcast, the premier whiskey podcast without the name of whiskey mentioned in its title whatsoever. This is Jake uh, Hookie, your host here today, and I'm, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Wilson Torres. Hey, young world. We are recording um, from the second bedroom of my apartment uh, this week. Instead of the living room, we have moved into another room. Of it's my, cozy in It's here. cozy. We haven't recorded a podcast in here since the 4th of July, true. which is another holiday, and now on an eve of another holiday, as in Thanksgiving. Uh, this Thanksgiving. is something that I just kind of came to me. Um, um, last minute, and I called Wilson and said, hey, let's get in the mics and talk about, in a non-cheesy way, the thankfulness that we've had uh, over this last year. Because in about two weeks, uh, a little over two weeks from now, actually three, two, three weeks from um, this Friday, which will be November 29th, I believe, Black Friday, some call it. Black Friday. I call this Blackout Wednesday. Blackout Wednesday. <laughs> but I did that last night to prepare for tonight. Did um, you? <laughs> but on December 13th will be the one-year anniversary that I created Key in the Lake. Initially, the website uh, was just a website. I wanted to tell stories and just the story of whiskey in general, um, threading the present day of uh, modern whiskey industry with the kind of the principles of the past that built this whole entire industry. Uh, history has always been very important to me. Um, something I had studied in college as well, not the whiskey industry, but that'd been awesome if I had done that. More, uh, more Latin, well, very Latin American focus actually. <laughs> um, just turned out that way. But the idea was never to start a podcast. I don't think uh, the podcast didn't come along until February, a few months later, a couple months later, when. Wilson Torres, who's sitting across from me and just said hello, I just texted him one Friday uh, and said, I have a microphone, let's record a podcast. And he's like, okay, I'm in. Not really even, I don't think you even really knew the concept of a podcast. (laughs) I mean, you knew knew what they were, but uh, it was a matter of not really listening to it that much. Uh, Not that that many, where I listen to them all the time. I've been listening to them for like seven, eight years, maybe even longer than that. I always wanted to start a podcast, but I never knew what the focus would be of talk to other friends about starting one and having these little ideas. But it wasn't until the recollection or the revelation of what came out of the conversations that Wilson and I had every Friday. When Wilson and I worked at Cobalt Distillery here in Chicago, we'd always take our lunches um, at, at Beguile Brewing, where we usually record our podcast, which is just on the street from Cobalt. We go down there, have a beer, have a sandwich, go back to work, and at the end of the day, we kind of we would come back with more of our coworkers, if not more of our coworkers, but we'd stay and hang around and talk to the Beguile staff and our good friends there. And a lot of time, Wilson and I would have just one-on-one conversations over a pint or two, or three, four, or five, or six. <laughs> and I thought they were always very enlightening conversations. And as we parted our ways with Koval and went off to different distilleries, we still tried to meet every Friday for a beer at Beguile. Mm-hmm. And I think the conversations progressed and got a lot better then because we weren't seeing each other as much. Sometimes it would be two weeks. Sometimes it would be 10 days since we've seen each other. And a lot would have gone on in the industry from maybe a news standpoint with the media putting out new information about taxes or whatever it may be. Tariffs that are interfering with um, shipping from across the world to the states or just inter- just personal interaction that we are having in the markets. I, at the time, when we left Koval, was working for a company called Slow and & Low and driving their whiskey van across uh, most of the Midwest. Uh, so I'd be gone for weeks at a time and see a lot of different things. Wilson was working for Union Horse after he left Koval and uh, was starting a whole new chapter, a whole new lead of um, of the company, of Union Horse, into the Chicago market, which he's progressed it really greatly since then over the last uh, almost, almost two years. And... I, I wanted uh, people to hear these conversations that we were having about whiskey. I thought they, I don't know if they said they're important. I don't know. We're not important people, but it was cool to have. And we would only have them with people that are actually in this market or people that are involved in this industry, the whiskey industry. My wife and I, who both work in the whis- whiskey industry, we'd have conversations too. Um, in the evening when we got home from work and like people don't know this. It's a, it's a beloved industry now. It's, it's become, it was almost lost in the 1980s and the 1990s. And now we're experiencing this really great boom since the late aughts and then now the 2010s when it comes to bourbon and everything American whiskey, now which has evolved into international whiskey and everything is on allocation these days. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's um, when I first started Key in the Lake, I was basing it off of good beer hunting, which is one of my f- very first four ways um, professional entries into uh, this whole entire alcohol industry was writing a couple pieces on their website and not just enjoying craft beer and drinking a little whiskey here and there, 
or I guess a lot of a lot of not great whiskey, I should say. Uh, <laughs> and um, uh, I wanted to make something for the whiskey industry that Good Beer Hunting had done for the beer industry. Now I've not achieved anything what they've achieved over the last over their first year, um, but because I just kind of stopped writing <laughs> and more podcasting. Um, but we, well, ever since um, I started the website, I was producing a story or something each week, at least creating content, uh, a lot of photography, which is one of my backgrounds as well. And when February came around and recorded our first podcast, I believe on February 24th, I believe I believe it was, something like that, uh, I was like, this is something we're going to do every week. And if Wilson can't make it, I'm still going to do it. Um, Wilson, thankfully, Wilson has been able to make mostly every week. Sometimes our work schedules interfere with it. But ever since we released that podcast in the late February of uh, this year, we have released a podcast every single week starting to that and. Um, we were just in a meeting the other day talking to uh, uh, talking to a guy in this industry, and he's like, how have you guys done that many podcasts in one year? It's, like, it's consistency. It's showing up yeah. every week uh, and really believing in something that we love, which is this industry, which has also now become the podcast. When I first started the website, I was working part-time for a couple of breweries. I was helping, actually helping out with Beguile with some stuff. I was doing some work for a company out of Minneapolis that represented a bunch of breweries all across the country. And really trying to get back into the whiskey industry, I was offered a couple of jobs and then didn't get those jobs. Very strange time. <laughs> had a very strange uh, three, four months of, <laughs> of employment. Um, and I was also doing a lot of photography, uh, which I, I do with freelance photography. Um, but it was always about getting back into the whiskey industry uh, and fully being a part of it when it came to um, my job. And it was doing it with the website. Uh, always being around and talking to people, uh, uh, going to events, photographing events, just lying about, hey, I work for this publication, um, but I really don't. <laughs> and <laughs> come and photograph, and sometimes I'd be the only photographer at these events, which is really cool. It's access that I, I could have only uh, hoped for to certain things. And then uh, Whiskey Week came around in March of 2019, and it was... I was like, well, this is going to be, I think, a defining week for me. And Wilson even said the same thing to me before the whole week started. I was going to try to cover as many events possible here in Chicago. Um, it's the, the whiskey week of it, what we call whiskey week, is which is a now a true week, um, starts at the one in the very end of March, usually, like March 25th-ish. Yeah, it's usually, yeah. After, yeah, it's usually the towards the end of the month. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's a, about four or five days mm -hmm. of tons of events around the city. And so I emailed everybody I knew. I asked everybody I, I knew in the industry of connections to get into every single party I could, every event I could, and just go shoot, show up, and write about it as much as I could, and publish it. And with that came my now full-time job. Uh, I was at uh, Benny's. Um, what's the event actually called? Whiskeys world, of, world of Whiskeys. Yeah, World of Whiskeys. Not yeah. Whiskeys of the World. Whiskey. It's World of Whiskeys. World of Whiskeys. Yeah. Whiskeys of the World is an event um, put on across the country. But yeah, so we have Benny's, and my former coworker um, from Southern Low was now the brand portfolio manager of a company called uh, Redwood Brands, which represented an Australian distillery. And she's like, hey, I need you to, you need to come meet this guy. Um, I think you should do some freelance work for us, do some photography and all that. Shout out to you, Polly. And I was like, great. So I met Dave Vitale, who is the founder of Star Ward, and we started chatting. And um, he's like, yeah, I heard that Polly suggested you should do some freelance work for us over here in the States. I'm like, yeah, your branding is beautiful. I've seen your website. Uh, I think everything you guys are doing is great. If anything I can do to help out, it'd be great. Had a nice little five, 10 minute conversation. I left the rest of the event. Talking other distilleries, shooting stuff, drinking stuff, drinking a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I actually had just come from an, uh, an interview with Glen Murray to be one of their Midwest ambassadors here in Illinois and Michigan uh, before I attended the event. And walked essentially with these guys from, from the interview over to the event. <laughs> and next thing you know, I'm talking to another guy from Australia. We start chatting. Hour later, Dave comes up and approaches me and says, hey, can we chat about you doing some work for us? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Polly mentioned, you know, some freelance work, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, I think there's something different we could do there. And I was like, okay. And basically an hour later, we went over to Goose Island after the event, and he essentially offered me a job to be ambassador for Star Wars. Uh, little did I know at the time, I would be the first uh, employee of <laughs> Star Wars in the United <laughs> States. Um, but it was an amazing opportunity and nothing I take lightly. And then thankfully, I, I, I just was talking to my coworker every day, um, the other day about this, who is our New York ambassador, who's amazing. Shout out to you, Katrina. That I wake up every morning 
loving that I love my job and the guy I work for. Uh, it's a true brand I believe in and want to further it, uh, push it further across the country and the world for that matter because I really believe in what they're doing. Wilson, um, to get to him since he's sitting here and hasn't talked now for the last 10 That's minutes. Right. I've been uh, talking for like 15 days. <laughs> yeah, right. One yeah. Day it's the, the blunders of the NND as we, <laughs> we, as we uh, talked about last podcast. Yeah. But um, it's uh, I didn't know where my life was going before I got this job with Star Wars, it was, I loved doing this podcast. I loved writing. I loved doing events, but I was making no money from it. Still not making any money from it. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was hard to go do something you, uh, you, you love, but I'd have to go, I had three part-time jobs essentially with like, we came to freelance and I was doing a representation for uh, a health company out of Austin, Texas and these breweries. And, but it was always trying to get back to whiskey and I actually had another brewery, a very prevalent brewery, offer me a creative position um, right right at Star Wars, was, offered me a job and uh, was maybe more along the lines of what my background was when it came to creative creative work, right. not being an ambassador, uh, fully being an ambassador. But it, it, was, it, was, it was whiskey. And even the, the brewery was like, you know, we, we knew you were up with this other job and we could tell your passion lies with that because I had to do a bunch of... Um, projects for them for these interviews and it was all based around whiskey not beer <laughs> um, which is fine with them I remember that yeah so actually it's something I shot for Wilson's yeah, actually, company yeah. Yeah. for Union Horse <laughs> something and I used, used. I used my interview yeah <laughs> so it all worked out that way it worked out well and um, you know my I had just gotten I had not I had gotten engaged uh, earlier in 2018 is that right yeah yeah something like that no we got married 19 yeah so we got the mar- I got engaged in May 2018 um, wasn't a matter of, I just can't remember a year. I remember it all very clearly. Um, a proposal with a whiskey bottle. You were there. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was kind of there, <laughs> kind of in a different place too when you're doing that. Oh, but, doing um, that sure. my wife and I were, um, I got this job in April full time with Star Ward. Uh, we were only a few months away from our wedding. And one of the things I told her was like, I don't want to be, I want to have a full time job before our wedding. I don't want to feel like I'm just getting by and doing freelance work here and there to, uh, to support our our family, I mean, we've been together for six years at that point, but it was it was it was more of that. It's, you felt a, a need a, a nice boost, a pressure on my shoulders to um, become the person and the man that I wanted to be. Indeed. So um, it was great. It, all, all things played out, and I don't think it's about coincidence or luck. It definitely was definitely. It was very fortunate that Dave was standing in the right place at the right time, and I happened to be there. Mm-hmm. And I almost didn't even go to the event. I was pretty tired out. I had just done this interview with this company and thinking like, hey, I might I might get a shot with them. But uh, I came back. The next, I came back came to the event that day after being at Vinny's, I think the night before for another event, mm-hmm. and um, it turned out to be one of the best things. And the reason why uh, I really wanted to work for Dave is that I was showing him this website, showing him the podcast and all the creative work I was doing for like social media and things like that. And he's like, and I asked him, I go straight forward, I go, can I keep doing this? And he's like, why would I stop you? And I had two other companies say, you probably have to shut the podcast down if you work full time for us. And they, because they saw it as us promoting other brands. Mm. Now, you and I were never about promoting our um, like your distillery at the time, my current distillery, um, or people, the brands that people represented when they came to the podcast. Right. It was about representing, promoting those individuals Correct. and the stories they tell. Yeah, we were, we are always, we will forever be focused on the individual, and they happen, yeah, to be in the industry in whatever shape, mm-hmm. matter, form. Um, and sometimes, who's to say? I mean, maybe we'll just have uh, just a. Roundtables normally don't even go around the industry or no. what we do on a day to day. They just on random tangents and whatnot. The only um, brand we've truly promoted is Beguile. Well, Beguile, yeah, <laughs> because for sure. Are, I mean, well, they were gracious enough to yeah. say, "Come do this podcast at your at our yeah, at our brewery. Come do it here. Man. Yeah, show yeah. up every Friday. We don't care. Yeah. We're not going to ask you for anything." And they're breweries, not not distilleries too. You know, still, but you know, we we give credit where credit's due. You know, we. You know, we're appreciative of how well the podcast has been, you know, received to those who listen, to those who just know about it. All 28 of you. The, 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 you know, just the encouraging words that we get week to week, you know, emails, whether Mm. it be direct, you know, sliding into the DM or whatnot, and then, you know, directly to our faces or what, you know, it's just, it's been, it's been something that I think um, just reflects on at the how we feel about this industry and at the end of the day it's not about the whiskey mm. it's literally about people yep 
Um, no, like I was at, at the Grit and Grain um, with Goose Island and Good Beer Hunting the other night and showing showing off the movie they made five four years ago. Oh, yeah. And then tasting the new line of Bourbon County Stouts, uh, which was amazing. But yeah. they it's, that movie was about the individuals. And yeah. I compare it, that movie because they were being filmed pretty much at the same time to Neat. I mean, the, Neat introduced the world to... Bourbon. A lot. Or, I mean, I, that, on a smaller... More behind the scenes level, uh, you know, with Freddie, yeah, uh, with Marianne, yeah, uh, Castle and Key about mm-hmm. the beginning of a distillery, but it's not it doesn't just show up; it's the people behind it, yeah. And that was the true meaning behind starting Key in the Lake was mm-hmm. let's share these stories because uh, as I've exhausted on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> um, my grandfather was an engineer at Jim Beam, and. I was fortunate enough to like get to go fishing sometimes in the ponds there at the facility in Claremont, uh, Kentucky. And I would, I've talked about this before, but I would hear him talk about these people, these individuals with these amazing bigger than life personalities. And you, you wonder like how much of these stories are true, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And as I've gotten older and revisited those conversations, uh, it's like, oh, that was Baker Beam. That was Booker Beam. That was Fred No before he was Fred No. Um, Booker no, such a, sorry, um, uh, but it was uh, it was about those personalities. Kind of drove me to this industry when I started working for Koval five years, six years ago, however six long, years. however long it's been. Uh, it was about going out to the distillery every day and hanging out with those guys, hanging out with Mike and the crew, because they're the guys that make it. Uh, I wish they would be have been more out in the public about it too, about face to face with people who are. They're changing whiskey in Chicago. Those, mm-hmm. I mean, like Robert and Sonnet obviously started that whole thing, and Mark and um, and still doing it, still mm-hmm. doing this day, still changing the alcohol industry in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And Mike and you know Matt and everybody who worked there, like I mean, Angel, one of the best human beings you met in your entire life. It was about creating um, creating whiskey mm-hmm. on their day to day job, but it was those personalities that kept us coming back every yeah. single day. They, that motivated you to. On a rough day, you know, whatever it may be, work is work, is going and having those conversations, you know, maybe when you first get in the door, mm-hmm. you, walk, you walk in the door and people are smiling at you, loving what they do, and redefining a whole city when it comes to drinking, which is really important. And they were they were kind of the beginning stages of creating this whole bourbon boom in Chicago, whiskey boom. Yeah. Creating, drinking good good whiskey. I mean, the the gins at Koval are, are top notch. They're, yeah. they're, they're older now for yeah. a reason. Those people... I can just say that they put the soul into mm. the local. Great, great way of putting it. Yeah, that's they are great the soul of local. And um, for us, now we work for distilleries that are eight thousand miles away, <laughs> <laughs> a few hundred miles a few away, hundred miles away, which yeah. is just as far because you're not there yeah. on a daily basis. You're not walking through the distillery and hearing the hums of the mash bill. Uh, smelling it. Yeah, smelling it is, is amazing. You know, pushing barrels around mm-hmm. and uh, you know, t- trying new things and tasting new things, because that was, I think, our favorite part of working. Yeah, um, I was, I was just going to say I, I miss that. Mm-hmm. I Same miss here. that deeply. I and really uh, Catherine Loftus, a few her and I went really de- in depth into that uh, that whole thing and the charm and the romanticism of whiskey when it comes to being there on a daily basis and seeing all of that. And I've talked to you know people that. It's become a very corporatized uh, industry on a large scale where people I know who've never been to a distillery but have been working for one essentially for a couple of years, but they more work in the office. Yeah. I'm like, you need to go down there. Yeah. And it's not just going go, go not even going to your distillery that you represent or go you work for. Else's. Go to anybody's. Yeah. I mean, to see to see it and um, place your eyes on how it's actually made mm-hmm. and what it what it is before it gets into the bottle mm-hmm. is the importance of it all. That's the story that we've always wanted to share with everybody. Great. Yeah. Well said. And we're thankful enough to be able to do this. We, yeah. um, we have bosses that support this podcast on at least of us not telling us not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but it, it, which is really, uh, a great coincidence. Um, I haven't told you this yet, Wilson, but, uh, Dave Vitali, I'm the founder of star Wars, is going to be in Chicago on the one year anniversary of key in the lake. Oh, shit. So we will get to record a podcast <laughs> with him Dude, on the one awesome, year anniversary bro. of key in the lake. And, oh, wow. Yeah, and that will also be our 50th podcast. Was it really? It will, so 50? That'll be our 50th podcast. One year. Yeah. And with Dave. With who's, Dave. Yeah, who's... Um, That's awesome. You know how he's changed my life? Yes. I can, I've can. i seen how he's changed yeah. my life. Yeah. 
here's a guy who's, you know, hires me and two weeks later he's like, Hey, um, I'm flying you to Australia to go visit our distillery <laughs> and learn how everything is made. And you're like, is this real? Like, is this, this a fairy tale? And it's like, Oh, you're also gonna be covering like uh, California. Um, I'm gonna need you to go to New York for like three straight weeks. And you're like, uh, well, here's my background. <laughs> here's my resume. He's like, he's like, I don't need to hear because I don't need to hear it. I've heard how you talk. I've talked to Polly, who is our, our, yeah. our mutual coworker. Um, and I was say that that was an unnecessary, uh, I still send my resume and cover letter. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where I have, um, we, we have seen, I, sh- I should say, the shift, maybe not the shift, but the progression of what this industry is, where it, has, where it began and where it's going. Yeah. I, I, I know that we've talked about this on, on past podcasts where, you know, some people think that this bubble's going to burst and mm-hmm. I honestly just don't see it. I really don't. Um, not with the uh, the continuation of newer brands coming coming online, uh, the investment of those already established um, brands, um, the fandom, the new generations mm-hmm. that are coming up behind it. It's this is going to be bourbon is like Coke. <laughs> it's going to be fucking forever. Coca Cola. Yeah, Coca Cola. That is. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. Buddy. But yeah, I mean, I just I just think this is something that's ever. For, this is going to be forever. And I say that because of, again, we go back to that same main point, and it's the people. Mm-hmm. Legends are born, but they never die. Are you quoting Sandlot? No. That's a Sandlot quote. Is it really? Yeah. That's, oh, what, that's what Babe Ruth tells Bentley that Jet Rodriguez in a dream. Oh, shit. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Has, I didn't know that. Has, uh, well, I'm just going off the top of my dome, bro. Nice. I love it. Yeah, um, man. It's like, uh, no, the exact quote is, uh, heroes are remembered, but legends never die. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, that's and that's well, shit. You know, I'm sorry for stealing that, but no, I, I was just, on a, it. Was I was just going with it. I loved it. Yeah, but I mean, and that's why these individuals that you mentioned your your grandfather, the family, the 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 no, you know, the nose, the beams that he worked for, mm-hmm. uh, that you know, that you still support and obviously, you know, still have stories and you, you carry yeah. with you. You've been kind enough to share with me that store, those stories, that brand. Um, we've been able to sit with one of the Hall of Famers yeah. Yeah. that completely has made a, a remarkable dent in me. Yeah, absolutely. In, uh, in, um, in Russell, in the Russells, you know, mm, yeah. Jimmy and Eddie, you know, and they now they have Bruce coming out. It's just like a never-ending thing where they're, again, at the end of the day, it's not the whiskey, it's the people. <laughs> mm. And I can't stress that enough. Um, we've been very fortunate. I've been very thankful. This whole year has been completely different than <laughs> what I had projected in a sense of building a new brand, b- building a brand's presence and mm-hmm. a market of this caliber. I knew it would take my life um, because that's essentially what it does. If you want to do it right, you got to put yourself into it. It's not a 40-hour work week. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not, not a five-day work week. It's not a five-day <laughs> work week. You know, it's one of those things that if you buy in, if you, if you truly believe in something, um, it's because there's someone on the other end that poured it out for you, poured it into a cup mm-hmm. and said, this is what we have. What do you think? Definitely. And that's what I said. I'm on board. I could have liked the juice, but if I didn't like who I was sharing it with, mm. not as them as individuals or as people, a, a, a group of people or a community, I wouldn't have jumped on. Yeah. I would have stuck around Koval for a little longer. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Uh, who's to say? Maybe I could have, could have still been there. You mm-hmm. know, who's to say? But um, it's always about the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that I think you and I have learned, a, something I think has solidified in our careers and within ourselves, that we matter as an individual when we go out and represent and tell these stories. 100%. So we have been able to, um, I guess you can say, not capitalize because I don't like that word, um, but I think we've been, it's a mutual beneficial relationship when we've gone into the market to establish those relationships. And those individuals tell us like, look, man, I'll take it. Yeah. I don't really need it, but I like you, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're gonna do but you're gonna do right by this. Yeah, that's. I mean, we've you know? tossed we 
I mean, we've, we've exhausted it so many yeah, times yeah, that we've, how we've, we've you're, 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 one, you're buying personalities. Yeah. Um, the brand is second. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it starts with like, hey, does this taste good? But you're also buying the person. Yeah. That's going to help represent it too. And we've had so many buyers and you know, other like legendary reps like Marty Duffy tell us that where that's mm-hmm. that, that's where he's built his entire career off of his personality. His personality. And still like like the godfather of whiskey in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever he wants to call himself these days. Um, but yeah, it is. It's, I mean, even having other bar um, GMs or buyers, whoever they might be, uh, tell us that where it's like, we just want to be part of the podcast, which is weird. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, well, well, yeah, yeah, please sure, come on by. Man, and, come it's, on in, man. and it's weird because it's, it's, it has helped, I think, our jobs. Yeah. Um, with certain accounts where they know us, they know us. They don't it, because they're sit, they sit down with you and talk for an hour or two. That's it's true. not just like you're showing up on a Friday or Thursday and be like, here's my whiskey, um, here's my two minute <laughs> pitch. Uh, do you like it? Because it, sometimes it's you don't have time to really bring yeah. out your personality, no. and they don't have time to listen to you. They don't no, have time to search deep in like to who you are as a person. Mm-mm. It's hard hard for them to read you and you. And I try to be like not business-minded when I go to the markets and like, well, you know, here's the, here's the mash bill and here's how we do everything. And sometimes you have to, because it just, unfortunately. If they ask somebody. Yeah. Well, it's more, for me, it's when I get into that (laughs) mode, it's when they're just not paying attention to you. Yeah. They're just, and somewhere else, they're thinking about something else. This is true. And they're, they're emailing while they're talking, you're talking to them and you're not even sure if this is really present at all in their mind. Yeah. Hopefully they like at least try it, not just like sniff it. I mean, just the point of trying it and spitting it out. Mm-hmm. But it's tiresome for buyers and individuals that run retail accounts and bars and all that stuff. But the one thing I wish they would understand is that everyone that works, I would not, not everyone, but many brand ambassadors, many salespeople, not salespeople, I would say ambassadors, true ambassadors, not even it has to be their title, but ambassador of a label, um, does it because they they like being a part of this industry, and all they want from you is two minutes, just two minutes of your time. But a lot of times you don't get that. No, <laughs> unfortunately. No, and it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard to deal with because I mean, even like yesterday or Monday, I think it was, one of my reps and I were out, and I think we went to two or three accounts back to back. And one of the accounts is something we somebody we rely on, so that was always great. Good seeing them. Yeah. Go to two other accounts that we were kind of cold calling, but we knew it was their days of taking in um, reps. So mm-hmm. go say hi. And it's like they could care less if we were there. They're like, well, we don't even have room for this. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, well, then why are you trying it? Yeah. It, 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 they, they start off that way. It's like, well, we're pretty small. Like, yeah, I understand that, but you have, like, you have good juice in here. Like, th- these brands should be a part of this place. Mm-hmm. They don't care. And they tried it, and then, oh, wow, this is a good. This is something because it was three brands they never had heard of. But of course, they want to just take on like the cheapest one and start from there, which I understand. They're like, "Well, uh, we'll see." I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, who's your who's your you know distributor manager? Blah blah blah, and all that stuff that comes along. And you, at the end of the day, you just you feel a little bit beaten down, <laughs> <laughs> more than a little bit on some days. But it goes back to you being a person and, mm-hmm. and you being a human being. I mean, that's just a hum- the human in everybody. Yeah. You know, it's. But one of the things that to go back on that point where you mentioned about when we were at um, at Coval and how we that distillery was one of my biggest tools. Oh yeah. I, just once we got people into a distillery, I'm not. I don't like to use the term this term either, but they were sold mm. because now they put now all five senses were attacked mm-hmm. and they were solidified. Now you hear the story. You see how it's done. You smell the beginnings and or the, the finishing yeah. touches of a of a whiskey gin and or vodka. You know, you hear it, mm. you know, and you just you're just involved in it. Um, and one of the things that I you're right, new whether they're new relationships we've developed or just people that we've met this past year in this industry that, you know, that wanna come on a podcast, it's <laughs> like Call it our pseudo, you know, distillery. Yeah, you know, no, that's a good a point. Sense. You yeah. know, it's just like, come on a podcast. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. You know, let's... I know we've probably both gotten into like five accounts this year or so. Yeah. It, From this. Or just grown or other, gr- other accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Or just network wise. Yeah. More sure. people, yeah. more community. One of the things that I'm very thankful for is uh, in my past 
positions prior to getting into this industry. You know, I've been very fortunate to be part of some brands that uh, to this day <laughs> I wake up and I say thank you uh, because yeah. I don't have the education. I don't have, I, I, I just don't have the proper check marks checked in order to even be considered. But fortunately, things aligned, as Jake mentioned earlier in his and his um, journeys, which are still not done, um, I, f- I strongly feel that. Um, but is the building of community. Yeah. And one of the stints, and I'm going to drop it because this is one I'm really proud of when I was with Google, mm. that's what they're about. It's building community. Um, now it's much earlier on in Google, too. Much earlier on than what it is now. It's like, just Google it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, but Google, first when, we, when they originally came up, it was about community. Yeah, it was a search engine, yeah. But they saw there was a human there was a there was a human centric value to it mm-hmm. where it can bring people from all over together or find a commonality, and that's what they taught us. They taught us when we went out there on their behalf, you know, telling us the story, pr- presenting this product. It wasn't just a Chromebook. It wasn't just a Nexus phone or the Chromecast dongle. It was how you can reach someone else mm-hmm. through these devices yeah they happen to be what they are but it was building community and that skill set that i learned from the the several years i was with them is what i to this day use um because i just i feel like we don't just sell whiskey i think we are true connectors yep um uh, between our brands between our friendship which has grown exponentially in a very short amount of time um that our network isn't really a network. It's more a long branch to people, to mm-hmm. others that we feel we can help them develop and bring up with us. We never forget anybody. Yeah. And that's what I love about what we do together and what we do separately for our brands is we never forget and we bring those people along with us, whatever way, shape, or form. Yeah. You know, I, and there's a balance to this because you don't want to – I don't think you want to just so abruptly use this tool, the podcast, in a way to sell your no. brand. And, and we never do. And it's hard. It's hard because, like, so I had this come up in my, like this week. It was a decision, uh, as we talked about on the last podcast. Mike Moreno just opened Ositos, and yeah. I really wanted to put a post out there. So, in full honesty, um, when Mike first came to the podcast, I was not working for Star Wars. And a couple of months later, after I got the job of Star Wars, went down there, pitched him on our whiskeys. He tried them. Um, and his dad liked uh, one of our whiskeys, and they thought they liked them both. But they thought the the more least expensive, more brand would or expression would sell better potentially. Yeah. He ended up not taking them on, which is fine, mm-hmm. totally fine. But I, like last week, I still wanted to like put an Instagram story out saying congratulations on the Absolutely. opening. And I didn't do it because I don't want people to think that I'm just trying to like use this as, if they know who I am as a brand ambassador, sure, trying to sure. use this as a tool of like getting into his new bar or getting more spots on his on his shelf in his, in his liquor store. But it was right. totally about like, hey, I was so thankful you came on and told your story about your family. Mm-hmm. It was like an amazing story. My uh, my dad like called me the minute after he called. He's like, is that all true? He's like, and I'm like, yeah, and he's the sweetest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, he's like, I want to like write a story about it. <laughs> 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 and because uh, he's just so taken back by Mike, Mike's charisma, Mike's story. And uh, honestly, it was like, I don't care if I don't, I, I would love to be in historically. I think it's an amazing store, but like, I don't care. Like it's yeah. about like, Hey, we can support somebody who's doing something amazing here locally in Chicago when about having, uh, this, uh, this liquor store, essentially like an oasis of yeah. li- uh, down in, um, yeah, on the South village, side yeah, and then now creating and creating that, creating that bar too, which is like, it looks like it has amazing cocktails yeah. and looks like a beautiful little place to hang out and you know, where they're isn't anything else like that. And so it was a decision yeah. between me. I didn't end up not doing it because I didn't want people to think I'm trying to like create yeah. business from our podcast. No. Uh, you know, and, and I don't think that's, you know, in knowing who, how, who you are and how you are. Um, and that's the thing that I, sometimes with social media, I get a little, I get a little worried about because mm-hmm. I always say it out loud as like, my English isn't very good looking. And I'm very, <laughs> as far as the writing skill side, the writing aspect of it, because it, it takes me a long time to mm. write a caption. I don't know why. <laughs> this is probably the simplest thing. Yeah, But for me, it's, it's, it's a tough thing because I don't want to miscommunicate anything. The intent mm. is to share, to be social, maybe say something in a short, you know, in a short manner where maybe I some garner some, some conversation, um, and, and, and learn and meet new people. Um, 
but no, I was immediately with Mike. Um, I immediately said, Hey, congratulations. Yep. You know, it, well, you know, how did it go? I said it in Spanish mm-hmm. just to be different. You know, we share that culture. So, but I mean, fuck them. You know, if they think that's, we're trying to make do business, then they don't understand. They don't know who we are, yeah. you know? I mean, so, but I think, um, we're genuine. Um, what we do, mm-hmm. um, we do, um, we do right by everybody. We do right by who we are as individuals, our morals yeah. and values. Um, and it's only because we try. We try. Yeah. We try. And you know what? We we have a connection there. And we just want to, like I said, we don't leave anyone behind. Mm-hmm. You know, we bring everyone else. We bring as many people along the ride that we can give credit where credit's due to make that our story that much better, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and, pro- and provide you all, you know, listening. Well, you that's know, the with biggest some thing. Presence, yeah. I mean, know? like, what a. But we started the podcast was talking about those conversations that you and I had that weren't recorded for years. <laughs> yeah, and it was and it was about let's share this with people and see if they also like whiskey. And it turns out there's a lot of people that like people hearing people talk about whiskey. Yeah, not a lot, but not there's a, a few. I mean, I, I've, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but when I started the website, I didn't want to be someone who just posts a picture of a bottle. Look what I found. Yeah, I, and I'm in some of those groups, and I'm just like. I who cares? <laughs> I, I saw, I can't remember. I would honestly say what account it was. If I can remember what account it was, but I want to say the wrong account. Yeah. Um, he posted a picture. He's like, Hey, sorry. I haven't really been on my feed because, and he posted a picture of like Weller or something. Yeah. And I wanted to see no, no numbers dropped my account. Still have many followers I have. I've only been doing Instagram stories. I'm like, you're a fucking tool. <laughs> like stop, get out of the whiskey industry. What, what, what your peripheral view, peripheral involvement in the whiskey industry <laughs> as a Instagrammer yeah. and has 30,000 followers by just posting bottles in like your review, which I don't know why anybody takes into account who you, I, I wish I would remember who it was, but I don't, I don't want to say the wrong name. Yeah. I, did, I, I, did, I didn't want to do that. Like no. everyone does that. And granted, we, we don't have followers on Instagram. That's fine. Whatever. That's I don't, fine. And, and I would honestly put more effort into it if I didn't have a full-time job and yeah, did also freelance photography still on the side. Mm-hmm. I do as much devotion to it as I can. And at this point I'm just kind of like, I'll let the podcast grow as it, as it, as it will on the internet. Hopefully people telling more people about it, word of mouth and doing all that and just interviewing more inter- interesting people yeah. uh, and talking to them and letting their share, share their stories because they have friends that are interested to hear the stories they've never told. This is true. Uh, we, like with Callum, he was at, he had telling us like how many people had texted him and said like, yeah. Hey, that was so cool hearing that. <laughs> like hearing my name on a podcast, blah, blah, blah. It was awesome. And it's fun. It's, I, I love to see people getting a lot of like uh, happiness out of it because that's all I really wanted to do with it. I agree. And that's, and then that's, it's an escape at the same time. It's therapeutic. I feel sometimes, yeah. you know, for us as well. And for those who listen, sometimes you don't want to talk anymore. You just kind of want to sit back and listen, mm-hmm. you know, and if we're, you know, hopefully it's something that we've touched on that brings you back or the fact that you like us well enough to support us, you mm-hmm. know, so be it. I thank you for that. We thank you for that. Yeah. Um, but reach out. I mean, I think, I hope that, you know, I'm really, again, the word thankful, obviously, is the key word of the week, you yep. know, but um, just, they, you guys make us feel good. You guys, you guys solidify who we are as individuals, mm-hmm. um, the effort we put forth and what we do on a day-to-day, um, and our bosses thank you as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because you guys go out and buy it. You know, you guys have a little something here and there because we were share, we're able to share with you. But you guys are supportive in so many different more in so many more ways than just listening. Yeah. You know, so that's that's something that's huge too. This this year, I've I've never heard from so many people. Um, again, whether we're at Beguile, whether on the street, mm-hmm. whether I'm at an account waiting my turn, whether we're approached, um, people reaching out. Hey, you know. You know, do you guys, where do you guys do that? Is it something that we can sit in? You know, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. You know, it's, it, it doesn't, I'm not going to say rock star status, no. but I'm going to say. Not at all. Very humbling. <laughs> it's humbling when one, yeah. it's like one person tells you about it. Yeah. It's just humbling and it's nice because it's like, God, man, you know. Oh, I think the, so I think the coolest thing was when, when Bob said that he was approached on the podcast <laughs> yeah. because of the podcast. Bob, who was the director at Fountainhead, has been on the show a few times. Someone, a couple, like approached him. I can't remember if it was at the bar or if it was at he another at, bar. He said at the bar. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, were you on yeah. this podcast?" Because they saw. I, I'm guessing it's from the Instagram post, <laughs> seeing his face. But I think I was, and he, you could tell it like it really made his day. Like it was, it was just really um, 
just like warmed you up a little bit on yeah. the inside. You're hearing like one of your buddies, uh, you know, be recognized for all yeah. the hard work he puts in. I mean, Which running an true. amazing bar. Yeah. So uh, it's something that hopefully we can continue to do. Yeah, um, for because sure. I, I, it was at one point we just had. Uh, kid you not, after our, I think our second episode um, after Matt was on. Brown was on for the first time and should have been the last time. <laughs> he's kept coming. He's kept coming back. Who actually Matt, Matt actually hooked us up with Mike Mourinho, the interview for yeah. Mike. So that, yeah, it was. I was like, oh, you can come on one more time. And then he just kept coming back. <laughs> but uh, no, um, he's so Matt was somebody who right away supported it, yeah. and also the uh, also the Blonde Brothers too. Yeah, the Blonde Brothers were very huge as well. But um, getting back to my original point was, I had people. I, I think we had maybe like 50, 60 followers on Instagram at this point. We don't have any more than that but <laughs> um, now. But people were DMing me asking, can I come on your podcast? I'm yeah. like, I'd never expected this to happen. After two podcasts, people were asking, can I come on? And it was we've gone through times like that where people asked us, and we have guests lined up and ready to go. Now it's kind of like, like yesterday, we were supposed to interview uh, or talk sit down with Marty Duffy for part three of the Marty Duffy saga. And, but, yeah, uh, this except didn't, he didn't come back. Yeah. You're dead to me. Dead. <laughs> dead, Uncle Marty. <laughs> Just joking. Shout it's out to call, Marty. It's a callback. <laughs> Shout out to the Duffies. Yeah. And, uh, but it was uh, last minute. He's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's come on and talk about it. And yeah. I'm so thankful that we have people to be able to do that with yeah. and people that we really we ad- admire the hell out of in this industry very true that's a good point too yeah people and, that we really yeah. also who we love and, and and our good friends and then plus new fans and new people that we've known of that like you said you know would never thought they'd give us a i don't know if you have fans but just we have fans people that might put it i'm between, a fan in between their head for I'm a, a little fan. bit yeah you're a fan <laughs> glad you're a fan half fan of yourself yeah I mean, <laughs> no but you you have to be supportive of that you have to stay focused in it all and it was so weird you know i would come home sometimes and uh, or i'd be like sitting on the couch with my wife and i'm like huh yeah um Someone just asked to come on the podcast, or like <laughs> Marty Duffy is harassing me in front of hundreds of people yeah. about not being on his podcast on my podcast yet. We're, because we had Jamie on twice. Yeah, or something yeah. Like that. yeah. well, it, it, if, it, I don't know if we actually ever told the whole story of how that started, <laughs> but at Indie Spirituals is a big uh, show here in Chicago and also New York. But it's over a hundred distilleries come in and pour whiskey for four hours to media and and uh, people Everybody. within the industry, and then also with guests and consumers. And at the very end of the event, um, I'm sure Marty was completely sober. He uh, got on the microphone that went, went into the entire room and was uh, calling out Wilson and myself for not being on his podcast. I don't only think about five people in the room understood what was going on. True. But, um, but it was said. As um, he's shouting, go to Delilah's, go to Delilah's. But he just comes over and he's told Wilson he was dead to him. And yeah. then he saw me from around the corner. Jamie was trying to tell him that I was pouring at Delilah's after, for the after party. Right, the after he party. just saw me and said, Jake, <laughs> haven't had me on your podcast yet. I'm like, all right. Can you just say the podcast name, Marty? It'd be more helpful. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> promote it. Podcast. If you're gonna kill us, promote yeah. us at the same promote time. Promote us at the same time. Yeah. I so, agree. but it's it's really I mean, like I never thought that three or you know when I first started working in this industry, um, and seeing Marty and guys like him, Dave Schmier and like Lou Bryson, who they don't live here, but they were always kind of around at these big events and who they were, yeah. and now it's like oh like. I, th- I think Marty's going to help us up with having Lou on the podcast Lou, when his book yeah. comes out next year. Mm-hmm. And it's like amazing. Like talking to these people, I mean, talking to Graham Cruikshank, who I consider like a friend now after. Very like, cool. Yeah. Man. It's, it's in like, being one of the most genuine people I've ever met my entire life. And he's one of the biggest figureheads in this entire industry yeah. internet internationally. Yeah. He's a badass. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. He is. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. It does see the growth of Graham. It. When I like when we first started this, I was like, if we can get like you know our old buddies or like have one of the distillers from Coval come yeah. on and talk, yeah, like if we that'd be great. I was thinking like, of people we immediately knew. I first. had a list of like ten people. I'm like, all right, so I can get these ten people, and then <laughs> we had Mary, Mary Skylash. Yeah, out to Mary. yeah, definitely. It was just yeah. kind of like you bringing in more people, myself. Just, yeah. yeah, it was even just like uh, I think one of the. Uh, one of the best episodes with, like, with Jared from the Native, and that was like he's <laughs> we like did that in the brewery. Yeah, we yeah. did it in the brewery, in the brewery actually brewery, in the, the brewery. brewery. If you yeah. listen to it now, it's, I think it's episode eight, but the recording is terrible. The sound is, <laughs> you'll get used to it, but but we only had two mics at the time. That's and, when we sucked. Yeah, we only. Had t- <laughs> I just had I knew how to plug a microphone into a computer, but it was much more that than that, awesome. which I'm still not understanding anything. But it was, uh, and we we didn't tell the guy we were coming. I didn't schedule. 
to use the upstairs space, so just showed up, and they're like, we have an event tonight. And I'm like, like oh. I'll record in the brewery. They're like, you sure? I'm like, yep. yep. <laughs> so set up a table next to uh, the set tanks, up. and um, you can hear <laughs> one of the machines buzzing the entire time. <laughs> Actually, it might just be a fan. I'm not really sure. Um, but uh, and people kind of walking in and out, and uh, but Jared shared some like amazing stories and his background and this whole thing. So it was a fun one. But doing yeah. like, talking to people like that, that was like one of the very first names I had on a list was yeah. that. And um, you know, there's some people on that list who haven't come on yet. I'm talking to you, Mike Hoffman, um, <laughs> Miguelito. Yeah. So um, it's uh, it's been amazing. It's been and like yeah. I didn't want to rely on just some people I knew. I wanted to meet new people, I and agree. so like when I met Mike, right? I think I talked about this on the last podcast. I didn't know Mike, and it, it was awesome. Like talking to him, getting to know him, and I didn't know. I I think I met Mary one maybe one time. Mm-hmm. Um, even Megan from Bitter Pops. We didn't know each other as well as yeah, now we're now. That's right. We had Megan Schneider. Yeah. Shout out to Bitter Pops. Yeah, shout out to the best uh, indie spirit store and and for yeah, spirits. they're they're, for, they're um, phenomenal people. Yeah, it's so it's just in. There's so many people that have, we've reached out to and scheduling stuff. We're still trying to figure out um, how to bring these guests on because uh, I don't want to just talk to you. Know, I, I love our conversations, but I think involving other people is really great too. I agree. There's only so much we can you and we I can, can yeah, rant only, about. It's just true, you know. I mean, but sometimes when we do have our, per, you know, when we have our one-on-ones, mm. it's, you know, it's. I don't think we've done a one-on-one podcast for a long time. For a while. I don't. Yeah. Even... I mean, we'll have conversation quickly over the phone, or over text, or if we see each other in the field, or whatnot. But yeah, you know, it's um, even then, it's more of a uh, a venting station, uh, <laughs> and then we talk about everything else, and then we move on, and we could keep doing what we're doing. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, then then we got something big coming up too in in twenty twenty with us in a, in yeah, a venue probably, of some probably, sort. Yeah, we probably shouldn't say anything too much no, until no, it's really but just confirmed. you know something big yeah, coming. It's a good transition into like what this year has been for us yeah. um, and what we've been really. I mean, lack of a better term, just thankful yeah. to be a part of our lives and that's kind of the progression of the podcast. Going into that was we get approached by a really very cool. Um, Event space, let's call it that. Yeah, <laughs> um, very cool. I, I did post a picture of it the other day. Did you? So, yeah, on our story. Oh, so, that's right. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. if you can tell about the space, what it is, you might understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we've uh, we had people ask us if we would ever be, like, interested in doing um, some sort of festival or event for what the podcast's name has the backdrop for it all, yeah. but never with people who could actually provide a venue or <laughs> any services to us uh to actually have it come forth but yeah. um it looks like we might be doing it yeah. so um it hopefully early next year we'll be and if once it all is solidified probably won't be until right around uh february christmas time or after the holidays that we'll get it all sorted out but yeah. we'll start getting it out there and uh, i think it's just something that's really uh really grown um out yeah. of this prog- podcast is that people want to just continue continue to support each other i yeah. mean it's I run into our friends and our reps at bars. Obviously, we do all the time at accounts, and it's just a great feeling to have. Um, even I ran into Ian at Fountainhead, and I ran into you as I was walking out of Fountainhead oh, that's right. the other day. And you know, like Ian and I walk in together, and I'm like, "Dude, please go ahead before me." Like, yeah. you know, just in. I'm like, "What do you have? To, what are you trying to bring on new?" He's like, "No, nothing really. Just trying to like catch up, you know, and stuff like that." And yeah. um, I was in a bar the week before and ordered some Uncle Nearest. And the bartender asked, well, how do you know Uncle Nearest? I'm like, oh, Ian's a good buddy of mine. And um, we started talking, and the guy gave me the drink for free just because we had that in common. You know, it was about the brand, and it was about Ian, um, someone who supports it. And I, I, I... we're we're gonna drink each other's whiskey because a we like our, our other's whiskeys, but we also it goes back to the personalities. Yeah, we like each other. Yeah, and fortunately, yeah, fortunately, we <laughs> we we're able to create this community or continue to create this community. There's people that have worked in this industry so much longer than us that we don't know, and um, but I think what we're doing is that we're kind of the next people to like. Carried Keep going on. with it. Yeah. yeah, carry it on. I carry that like, next baton person up in that 100-meter yeah. dash. You know, it's like we'll, we'll keep going as long as we possibly can. Yeah. And people like, you know, Jamie and Ian and all other good friends out there. Shout out to Harrison. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Harrison was somebody who uh, was on my list initially, too. Yeah. You know, and, and Harrison's probably the OG of us all. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, been, I mean right. he's he's only 33, I think we're the same age, but it's he's been working since he got out of college, yeah. you know, in this whole... Like eight years now, I think. Eight, nine years, eight. yeah, something like that, and um, he's worked for so many different companies and levels, and mm-hmm. 
positions within this industry from, you know, distributor side to the brand side to working with a brand new distillery starting up in Chicago, like with Cobalt and stuff. That's how we first met. Yeah. He was a, he was a, um, a salesperson for our distributor. So it was, that's right. Yeah. 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 And that's how I first met him and we kind of like hit it off right away. But it's the people that we've, um, that have supported us that we've been able to continue this and want to continue it too, because there's always these great stories out there to share. I think we've shared ours enough. <laughs> but, uh, you know, well, I saw, you know, it's, it's funny, guys, you know, because through this, we've also been able to connect and, 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 friend, and befriend guys who have been this a long mm-hmm. time. You know, the Marty Duffy's, you know, the Bloms, uh, Brett Bauer of, of Sagamore, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to Brett. You know, it's, it's one of those things where you find a commonality with one of these people and you kind of like within yourself, it's like you start picking their brain. You know, it's like, yep. like I pick Brett's brain a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an OG. I like to think of myself as an OG just by age. <laughs> so I pick his brain a lot in regards to, you know, ideas and things of, of the market or just in general. We like, you know, we're still, you know, Brett, I haven't forgot we're going to smoke a stick together sooner, sooner or later, uh, a.k.a. a cigar for you guys that don't know. And, um, yeah, those are things that I look forward to, you know, when we can sit down and not have to talk too much, yeah. but talk just enough where we get each other's drift, and it's a fucking good time. Definitely. And it's always over a nice pour, you know? I think it's a good way of uh, ending it up as we, uh, I'm about to drive to Iowa for Thanksgiving. Woo-hoo. Yeah, Iowa. this wind looks delicious to drive in. The wind is actually pretty um, cool today. But guys, we wanted to, Wilson and I wanted to sit down and just really say thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it's been it's been a fun year so far, and hopefully we will continue. Obviously, the year's not over, but once twenty twenty comes, um, we got some bigger things in the books, and all we want to do is keep uh, keep telling stories. Yeah. So if you could please go out there and uh, rate review us on uh, whatever platform you listen to us on, because we are still after that McDonald's money. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, guys, um, for Wilson Torres, who is the brand ambassador, representative of uh, Union Horse Distilling here in Chicago and across Illinois, and for myself, Jay Cookie, thank you to Star Ward uh, for everything you've done for me so, so far for this year. In the last six months have been a blast. Um, it is the brand that I represent here in Chicago and across the United States. So for that, um, have a great Thanksgiving. Or I'm sure you had a great Thanksgiving yeah, you, you as you're listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I hope you enjoyed the time. Hope it wasn't too much Trump talk. <laughs> yeah. And uh, remember to always say uh, I love you to your family and friends because they're not always going to be there for you, but the, and the new ones will keep coming around, and yeah. they always will be there for you, I should say, that they um, people do fade in and out of this life where I've lost some people this year, but you always uh, make it up with the new ones. So <laughs> I always say I love you to them. Um, for the rest of for Wilson and myself, this is Key in the Lake, keyinthelake.com. Check us out. Listen to more podcasts and read a little more stories. Check out some photos and all that good stuff. And uh, as Christmas comes, hey, Merry Christmas almost. 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 Shit. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs>